Welcome to The Alignment Show, featuring conversations with folks who have taken steps to identify their highest values and align their lives around them. Time on this earth is not unlimited, and you may be seeking to make sure you spend your time on things that matter to you. These conversations will encourage you and support you in doing so. Now, let's meet this week's guest on The Alignment Show. And a good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it might be where you are in the world, you are once again joining The Alignment Show. I'm Don King, the Confidence Cultivator, and we have conversations here on The Alignment Show with folks who have taken steps to bring their lives into alignment with their values, making conscious decisions, very often difficult decisions, to live their values and value their life. So today I am very pleased to have somebody that I've known really it just, I guess it's just a couple of years, but it seems like I've known Coach Dana for a long time. She's a kindred spirit. Uh, I have gotten to know her through a group called Speakers Speak Live, and we'll probably talk about that a little bit more here. But uh, Coach Dana really inspires me with her message of kindness. And so I'm going to go ahead and bring Coach Dana on so that you can meet her. Let's welcome Coach Dana Morgan Barnes. Hey, Dana, how are you doing today? Don, so good to see you. I am fabulous. Just I woke up excited today because I knew I was going to get to talk to you, my dear, dear friend. How are you? Oh, doing well, doing well. That's, uh, I know your message of kindness, and I think it's a message that is really needed. It's always needed but it just seems to me like it's needed, especially in our world today. Uh, a lot of folks don't know, well, a lot of folks do know who know me, but uh, some of our viewers don't know that I live in Tennessee and we've been in the news a lot lately because of things going on in our legislature. And it just strikes me about how people can really use communication skills and especially this idea of kindness that you talk about uh, because I think we have this idea that if we disagree, it's the opposite of kindness. And they're not the same thing, are they? No, not, not at all. I think, I think if um, the best thing that we can do um, as human beings and certainly as a country is sit down and speak to people that you know are different, that have a different mindset, have different ideas than you, find out why they feel that way. You, you don't necessarily have to say, oh, I agree with you now. You can understand where they're coming from. And if they will take the time to listen to your side, then they can understand where you're coming from. And a lot of this angry discourse that's going on um, will really shut off because we're understanding each other. And that's just under the umbrella of kindness. I want to understand you. And maybe you can understand me and we can stop all this angry fighting. Mm -hmm. And I want to dig into what brought you to making this your topic. Uh, Coach Dana is a speaker and uh, I, I know her through Toastmasters as well. Uh, an author. She's written a book about this. Got another one in progress. It just occurs to me right now. And really, this is just off the top of my head. There is a linguistic root between kindness and kin 
And I don't know if that's something that you tie in with what you do or not. I'm kind of betting that it ties in there somewhere. Is is that uh, an insight? Well, um, possibly. Mm-hmm. I like I like that because mm-hmm. um, you know you know how people that you meet through your life you feel like they're family, even though they're not biologically family. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes biological families are very close knit and. Um, you know, you look forward to the next time you see them and you had the best time ever. Um, and I have a biological family. Um, mom and dad are passed away. I have a husband and um, uh, kids and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and all that's really good. And I love them dearly. And I know they love me. But, you know, we're not we're not well connected. We don't chat on a regular basis. Um, we have completely opposite views. Um, so sometimes it gets a little tough to have conversations. Um, uh, I finally got to sit down with my sister and say, I'm not arguing. I'm not fighting. I want to understand where you're coming from. What, what made you decide that this was the way to go? or whatever that, you know, what, what's the situation? And it was really weird to have her discuss why she thinks this way or why she thinks that way. It was very interesting. And it was hard for her not to be angry about it. Hmm. Um, because I was just, I, I, you know, I, I just kept saying, okay, I, I hear that. Hmm. Well, you know, you don't think that way. And, 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 and. No, I, I don't, but I hear that that's how you feel. And I, and now I understand what made you go and, you know, and whatever that thought process was. So it's, we're not really that close knit family, mm-hmm. but I have made a family through my friends, uh, you know, people I go to church with. I mean, you know, I have little brothers and I have big sisters and I have, you know, you know I make them my family. I don't have children. So I don't have that maternal thing with with little ones that are growing up. Um, I have a fantastic husband, but um, you know when you, I, I think I'm generally a mother hen, uh, and I lost my calling somewhere to to take care of a, a brood or something. So um, so I've made other people my family. So I, I have a whole family over in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son, Isam, uh, we've been son and mother for uh, like 11 years now. Uh, and I just sort of kind of adopted him and his family all call me mom. I now have a bro- two brothers that are his uncles and they call me sister and I call them bro. And um, we, they're Saudi Arabian, they're Muslims. They're all the way across the world. It's a totally different culture. Um, but I feel closer to them than most people that I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that brings out that idea of, the, of kinship underlying that sense of kindness. You don't have to agree in order to be kind. 
Right. And, and so has it been like this for you all of your life or did you have a realization at some point that maybe you had not been kind or somebody not being kind to you? And by the way, folks, those of you listening, um, this is not just feel good stuff. I mean, there's a very practical bottom line kind of impact here that we want to look at. So how did you come to that realization, Dana? Uh, okay, so um, uh, growing up, my, my mother was not kind. Um, whatever that, you find the opposite word in the dictionary and her picture would be there. She was not a kind person at all. Not encouraging, um, not loving. Um, anyway, I, I say she was wicked. Um, and um, I, you know, I don't know, if the, I, you know, I'm so sorry. I, I, I you know, I... I wish I had had the um, knowledge, the maturity, the insight that I have now while she was still alive so I could sit down and say, so what exactly happened? Where, what brought you to this? Um, but we never did. And she had dementia um, later on. And so even when I wanted to speak to her, if, if I could have, you know, there was nothing to say, um, which was unfortunate. My dad, hardworking, um, never said I loved you until I was like in my mid thirties. Um, but I knew he loved me because of, you know, how he acted towards me. He was very good to me and my sister. Um, but he was out of touch because he was at work. You know, we were that family growing up in that era where mom stayed at home with the kids and dad went to work and he came home and Everything was perfect when he came home because dad was now home and oh, there was peace in the valley. Um, so there was a, um, when I was church as young and um, Barbara Winty was a church lady who was very, very kind to me. And I believe she was kind to me because she was a kind and beautiful person, not because she was a church lady. And she, she was the first person in my life that I really sort of acknowledged that I could do something well, who really said, hey, can you, when can you come back? I want to see you again. Help me with that. You're, you're really good at that. I, and I didn't get that at home. Um, and she died when I was nine from cancer. And of course, back in those days, uh, you never mentioned the C word. And so we never talked about it. So I lost her when I was, you know, I, I, I was blessed with her and then I lost her. Um, and then in high school, we had coach Bert Golden. Yeah. Um, and he was, uh, he was not only the basketball coach and we were like champions of, uh, the city and all over the place. We were, we were, uh, lots of our guys ended up going to UCLA and winning things. And it was, you know, we, great, great run, but he was also a math teacher and um, he was my math teacher. And he, he was um, uh, quietly demanding, but he had high expectations for everyone. And he encouraged not with, um, anger or threats, but he encouraged by this strange combination of high expectations and kindness all kind of folded in there that like you didn't want to 
miss anything. You didn't want to disappoint him because he knew you could do it, you know? And so my book is dedicated to both Barbara and, and coach because they were so, they meant so much to me. And as I, before college ish and stuff, I, I know that I was a bully um, and, it, you know, people, you know, you don't like me now, go ahead, don't like me, but I was certainly a bully because I didn't have any other power. Um, so when I was by myself with the other kids and there was no grown up, you know, now I, I was the, the, the one that was, you know, telling people what to do and, um, really not a very nice kid. Uh, but I, I, I grew out of that and I realized that if we could talk, if we could be kind when I was kind to other people, man, I got a payoff, you know? And so I think I started off kind of like, I'll be kind because I feel good when I'm kind and I like to feel good. And uh, so it kind of turned into sort of a, uh, maybe not a drug per se, but that, that really good feeling of, Hey, John, it's great to see you. How have you been? Tell me. And to actually sit and listen mm -hmm. when we would get done talking I was like high from that great conversation and that interaction. And let, so me, let, let me interrupt you because uh, I'm, I'm hearing you were saying like in high school or maybe junior high, you were a bully. But about that same time, you were experiencing the high of kindness. Were, were those two things kind of happening at the same time? And no, no, the kindness thing came later. Okay. The kindness okay. thing came later. Okay. Yeah, after, probably after high school. I think as I went, got, you know, ready to get out of high school, going into college, I think I kind of grew out of that needing to be, um, needing to have that power over mm -hmm. somebody just, you know, because I, I became more aware. Um, my father was very, um, father was very prejudiced. Um, and one of the things that, I became very aware of as I was growing up when you're little and your father's saying things, you just know your father's saying things, yeah. you know, um, at least my dad was, um, I worshiped my dad. I, I oh, yeah. revered my dad. Anything he said was fabulous. Um, but then as I grew older and I realized that these words that he used towards other people were not kind, that they were actually damaging words I quietly continued to love him, but decided to go a different direction. And instead of hating someone because of where they're from, the color of their skin, what they wear, instead, I decided to take the tact of, let me, let me understand you. Tell me your name again. And that's how I became... Esam's mom is like, I, I asked him three or four times, tell me your name again. I want to understand it. I want to be able to say it correctly. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, since uh, getting out of high school and such, I, I really took the tact of, I want to understand you before I judge you. Mm -hmm. And that's made a huge, that made just a huge difference in my, in my world. Yeah, I could I could see where it would. You, you were old enough to be able to compare the experiences, you know, the high 
of sorts that comes from bullying, from having power over others. Yeah. And compare it to the high that comes from being kind to others, along with the longer term benefit of kindness. Because, I mean, you know, when you're kind to people, you develop that reputation for being kind. Uh, you don't have to live in fear yourself. Is that is that a way to put that? I, I think so. Yeah, a- absolutely. Um, I, I think, you know, when I was being a bully, you know, you, you can get in trouble for being a bully. Yeah. yeah. You know, especially these days, Eek, you know, um, and, and bullies are bullies for a reason. Um, and that's hard to hear when you're the, the kid being bullied, but they, they have reasons. I mean, it isn't because they have a perfect home life and a perfect mom and dad that, mm. that that's not why they're bullies. Um, and just for so clarity, we're, 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 not, we're not excusing bullying, but to try no, no, to no. understand it, we're more likely to be able to eventually work something out there. Well, yeah, you can address it. If, if yeah. you understand why someone's doing anything, um, it, you can either, you can either applaud it or you can address it and hope to change behavior. Um, like asking my sister why she believes what she believes and why she goes in that direction. I don't have to agree with her, but now I can sit there and say, okay, I see what made her decide that. Hmm. No reason to change it, but I can understand it. So understanding is again, you know, understanding, kindness, acceptance, all falls under um, the umbrella of being kind. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Now, just in the time that we have left here, because we do try to keep things to about a half hour, I want to be sure we get at that whole pragmatic aspect. I mean, we've already talked a little bit about it. It's a pragmatic benefit that when I am kind to someone else, I simply feel better myself. And I mean, it has long, long long-term benefits to me. But you work with uh, corporations, you work with nonprofits. Uh, can you say a little bit about how kindness is a very practical thing just in terms of organizational uh, activities? A- absolutely. I think um, companies have a great opportunity. Uh, there's this thing going on called the great resignation. Uh, and so many of these, you know, highly valued employees are leaving companies because they don't feel valued. Now that sounds ridiculous. You get paid for what you do. You know, you get a bonus at the end of the year. What do you want? I want to feel like I'm part of the, part of the solution. I want to feel like I'm, I'm um, appreciated. I want to feel like um, you care about my work, whatever that's all about. So when you're in a workplace situation, going, you know, down the the line of cubicles in your office, you know, hey, Sue, thanks for being here today. Well, of course, thanks for being here today. But wow, he knew my name. The boss knew my name. Stop by someone's cubicle. Is that a picture of your family? How old's your son? Oh, is he into sports? Oh, that's nice. Um, Find out if someone is off because of an illness or because of bereavement. be sure they get a, a you know a bunch of flowers from the company. I, you know, um, it really doesn't cost. You don't have to spend money. Like you don't have to send flowers, but stop by. 
hey, I'm sorry about your parent or your loss or whatever it is. Um, if you need time, you know, be sure and let your boss know. Anything like that. If you have someone in your company that uh, speaks uh, with an accent, wears different clothing, clearly came from than Texas, um, you know, or, you know, the Midwest or whatever it is. Um, find out how do you say their name? Mm-hmm. Bring them, ask them to sit at, at the lunch table with you. Um, at, hey, we're all going out to lunch. You want to come with us? Once they feel like they're part of the team, then they work harder for you. And that boosts your company. It boosts the team. It boosts everybody's morale. Come on. You know, if we, um, I had a company that I was working with and the, the, one of the, the managers, they all, every, the whole company left the building at five o'clock. I mean, the whistle blew and the, everybody left through that door into the parking lot. And this one manager, he stood right there at the door and said, thanks for coming in today, Bob. Thanks for coming in today, Sue or Dawn or Dana or whoever you are. Um, and as, again, you're walking out the door and they're all going, well, duh. I mean, this is my job. <laughs> but they were acknowledged. And every once in a while, he'd say, hey, thanks for working on that project, Don. And Don's like, he knew I was working on that. Pro- wow. You know, it gives you that feeling of, you know, I, I kind of want to come in tomorrow and yeah, mm-hmm. keep working. It just lifts you up. Mm-hmm. So. Being kind, finding some information, um, getting some connection, getting, you know, that connection between people. Um, There was a guy who was very, very disliked in one company that um, I worked with. I mean, everybody hated him and he hated everybody. (laughs) Um, But they always celebrated. And it's terrible. I mean, that's terrible to say. And in a professional organization, people hate like that one guy. And he was not a nice guy, but they had, they celebrated everyone's birthday. It was a small enough company that every time there was a birthday, somebody baked a cake. And so the manager said, well, I'll go, I'll go buy a cake. And the person who always baked the cake said, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll bake a cake. And so they, they paged this guy and you could hear him, you know, the, the story was they could hear him coming down the hall. Oh, what do you want now? These stupid people, blah, blah, blah. And he comes to the office and happy birthday. And he just, you know, like was so shocked. And it didn't make everyone like him. And it didn't make him like everyone. But after that birthday cake, he was actually kinder and less, less grouchy, you know, um, more approachable. You could actually go to his office door and speak to him it's a process okay. right it's a process yeah 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 I mean, I, as simple as a homemade cake and just he the said little things who, who made this you know and the person's like well i make all the cakes yeah, he, yeah. wow i mean well, and not to not to just get into dollars and cents with it, but you know, when you think about a situation like that, a cake doesn't cost much, the time doesn't cost much. You've probably got the figure all off the top of your head. I, I'm I'm going more in generalities. It takes something like five times as much to hire somebody and onboard them than it does to keep 
an employee. Uh, so, I mean, that's a real practical benefit right there. We've all heard the thing about uh, people don't quit jobs, they quit managers. Have you found that to be the case yeah. in your work? Yeah. So this is just a simple thing to do, but at the same time, it's not a gimmick. I mean, you know, this is not something, okay, I'll go stand out by the door and, and uh, say their names, each of them as they go by, and okay, we're done. I mean, it's it's a it's an ongoing thing, right? A culture that we're talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, now, um, I want to make sure people know how to find your work, your material, so that they can work with you. Let me show your website here real quick. This is um, CoachDanaInspires.com. Okay, and I think we ooh, we had the crawl going down there a little while ago. Let me get that down there. Come on, come on. This is like running a starship. Okay, there's our website, CoachDanaInspires.com. And, oh, and I was going to bring up two, and I didn't share that particular screen. Let's share a different screen here, Dana. We are going to pull up. This tab right here. Yes, there it is. This is your, is this your first book? You have the power of kindness. Yes. Ta-da. You have the power of uh, kindness. Absolutely. Yeah, because you do was... have the power. Okay. And you're working on another book right now. I think we don't have a cover for it at this point. Or maybe we no, do, but not I don't have yet, to grab it. But it. It's coming. <laughs> Okay, so what's that and one going to be? It's about it's about finding understanding through our differences. Ah, now that sounds like we really need that right now. I mean, the, the whole differences thing. We keep hearing about how Americans get more and more polarized. I think that's true all around the world. You don't. Uh, I, I keep coming back to this. Um, it really strikes me, especially your conversation with your sister. You were not seeking to change her. She was not seeking to change you. You were seeking to understand each other. But there was a unilateral aspect to it. You started it. You could seek to understand her whether or not she was following her side of the script, so to speak. Accurate? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and if she wanted to end the conversation angry because I was asking questions, that was going to be okay. But actually, this conversation, and I just and I thanked her. I just said, I mm -hmm. I really want to thank you so much because you're my sister, and I love love you. And I and we think totally opposite. We cannot be any more opposite. And I I stand. You know, we we grew up in the same house, same parents, same school, same church, same teachers. Blah blah blah. Why are we so polar? And I still don't agree with her, but I can understand her and have more um, empathy for her side of the story. You can acknowledge without uh, without accept, well accepting is not the word I'm looking for. You, you you don't you don't have to change. You don't have to agree in order to appreciate. Uh, you, I don't know if you can see or not uh, on the screen there, uh, Dana. I've got uh, Peg. Uh, Duchesne, who says, understand yes. you before I judge you. Hope there would uh -huh. then be acceptance rather than judgment. And, and I'm betting that um, it probably yes. took a little while before she, okay, are, are you setting me up? 
you know, are, are you are you just using this to try to make a point here in a little bit? Did it take a while to establish that trust that you really did just want to understand? Absolutely. Oh, it was it was almost painful. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand, just trying to understand, Can you know, and she'd say a little bit, but then she you, know, you could tell she's on guard. She's you know, not quite sure she wanted to tell me, you know, open up. And finally, I, you know, like, come on, girlfriend. Yeah. So fi- yeah, finally, as the conversation went along, I was able to actually circle back to some of the things that were touchy in the beginning to kind of get more information out of her. It was more, you know, I was like interviewing my sister. Um, yeah. yeah <laughs> you don't I, want to come across as I, interrogating, I, but, you know, I'm interested. I'm curious. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's, and at the end of the conversation, when I said, thank you, sincerely, thank you for helping me understand, uh, you know, she's like, uh, okay. This is different. <laughs> but I, I was so happy that, and I am happy now that I, I feel so much better. I feel closer to her. Um, even with our disagreements, I at least understand. And I feel so much better about that. And that, ironically enough, that's where you have the opportunity to to form connections, to form bridges, to actually be able to find the areas where you agree. I mean, for most of us, we have more agreement than we do disagreement, really. But we can forget that. Oh, wow. Yes, we can. Well, um, uh, as we're coming to a close with our time together here, Dana, I always like to ask people, I'm always a generalist talking to people who are, are have a special interest in their passion. There may be something wish that I had asked. Uh, come to mind, you've got something coming up in June that you're going to be doing. I wanted people to know about. I don't know if it's just for folks in your physical area or if it's online. Um, do you know, oh, what I'm no, about? It's, it's, it's an actual in-person, it's an in-person, um, uh, women's retreat, uh, June 2nd and 3rd. Um, uh, my Facebook page has some information on it. Uh, the website should be out sometime today or early tomorrow. Um, and if you get the early bird, it's, you know, like 200 bucks or something for two days of four four fabulous uh, coaches that want women to succeed and be empowered and live their best lives. And um, it, it's going to be a really exciting time. And I will be talking about how kindness impacts how we deal with our lives and deal with others in the workplace and outside the workplace and how women can be supportive of each other and still not lose, you know, that the support actually helps all of us win. So it, it's going to be a really exciting time. It's in Denver. Anybody who comes, come on down and we'd love to have you. So should, uh, at this point, should they just drop you an email? Dana at Absolutely. Yeah, email me if you're interested and I can get you all the details. All righty. Now for folks who are just listening, because we do have an audio only version of this, remember that you can always get the show notes at confidencecultivators.com. But if you just want to listen here just a moment, you can always find out about Coach Dana some more by going to CoachDanaInspires.com. It's all one word, no spaces or underscores or anything. Dana is spelled D-A-N-A. 
And so you can find out more information that way. If you have any trouble with that, be sure and check the show notes. So uh, again, Dana, is there anything that I should have asked that I didn't know enough to ask? And what would your answer be? I, I just think, I first off, thank you so much for asking me to be here and talk about kindness and the the importance of understanding each other before we, as Peg put it, before we judge. Absolutely, we got to do that. Um, talk, listen, ask questions. And then if it's someone that you don't agree with and there might be a toxic relationship that the other person isn't coming back with, it's okay to say, I wish you the very best and walk away from that. And if it's in business, if it's in a business space, find an area where you can have common ground and be kind to yourself. You got to be kind to yourself too. So don't place yourself into uh, situations where uh, someone's going to bully you or treat you poorly. You just sit down, understand as much as you can and be nice to the next person coming along. And that helps you too. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for being here, Dana. This is a message that goes strongly along with what we talk about here on the alignment show and my work in general as confidence cultivator. So this was fantastic. Thank you. Hang out in the green room for just a second while I welcome people out the door here. Just want to remind folks that you can always find the show notes about past episodes. Um, find out how to connect on Apple Podcasts and all that sort of thing. Confidencecultivators.com. Next week, we have another friend of uh, Dana's and mine, uh, Sunit. And I'm always struggling a little bit with how to say her name. Sunit von Breuda. She is from South Africa. And her story is really impressive. She came to this professional speakers group really never having given a speech. And now she has uh, all kinds of, of connections that she is forming. She's inspiring lives all over the world. We will be talking with Sunet next Wednesday, 10 a.m. Eastern time, right here on the same channel that you're watching this. Or if you're watching in replay, be sure that you note that calendar. But in any case, we want to encourage you to come back, visit with us again. We want to be able to help you to live your values and value your life. That's it for this week's episode of The Alignment Show. What has it inspired you to do in your own life? Whatever it is, take action now and take the first step. It will help you to talk with a friend about what you're thinking. Share confidencecultivators.com to spread the goodness and remember to live your values and value your life. We will see you next week on The Alignment Show.